This is KS Cast, the only podcast that Shizune Hakamichi calls easy on the ears. Hey everybody, this is KS Cast, the podcast where we talk about crippled girls, why we love them, and why we wish they'd exist, and you know, life. Um, I'm here with some good friends of mine, ready to talk about our waifus with varying disabilities. Kevin. Yeah, hello. What's up, Kevin? Hi, Edward. Hi, hello, Ben. Hey, Cyril. Hey, I'm here. Lewis. I never said I was your friend. And Kat. Hi. Okay, good. Looks like we're all here. Ready to talk about Katawa Shoujo. Woo! Huzzah. Yay. So for uh, people that are listening that have no idea what Katawa Shoujo is, you might want to play it first because we're probably going to ruin the entire game for you. Um, Indeed. Yeah, quick little brief synopsis of what it is. It's a um, visual novel by Four Leaf Studios. It's about a young man with heart issues that goes to a school specialized for people with disabilities where he meets... Many, many beautiful women with many, many different disabilities. And you play through the game trying to get with these girls and hopefully not get the bad end. Um, either way, you'll cry. So yeah. that's yeah, the basis will. of that. Yeah. All of, all of those family tears. All right. So today we're going to be talking about the CTU strike, the Chicago's Teachers Union here in Chicago. They are on strike, and we are not in school, and we have nothing better to do, so, well, here we are. I'm going to start really quick. One little question for everyone. Hopefully this doesn't turn into too big of a shitstorm, but I'm going to have to ask everyone uh, your favorite girl in the game out of the five that are able to play. Shizune, uh, Lily, Hanako, Emmy, and Rin. So let's just start with myself. My favorite is Emmy. Not a very popular one. I've noticed. I don't think anyone here has Emmy as their favorite. But she is the one that I had gotten just by playing through, making decisions that I deemed would be the best. And I really did enjoy her path, I think. Gave me the most feels. So, what about you, Kevin? Are you kidding? Emmy's hella popular with the lemons. I haven't seen seen her at all. Yeah, the lemons. But I don't think she's really a lot of people's favorites. Oh, uh, yeah. All right. Um, with me, it's probably going to be Shizune, Shizune, however you want to pronounce it. Mm-hmm. She's just really chill, and that glasses. Yeah, that's it. See, that's another one I wouldn't expect to be a very popular one, Shizune. I know a lot of people didn't like her path. She only had one choice the entire game. Yep. You messed that up. Mm. You're screwed. That, that's one choice. You messed that up. It's over. What about you, Edward? Well, I personally like Hanako, but everyone calls her a bacon, so kind of iffy about it. But Hanako is best, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to be wrong sometimes, but, you know. Ooh, burn. Ooh, I know. 
I'm glad everyone's uh, mics are muted right now because people would be losing it. Cyril, what about you? Uh, I'm going to have to go with Billy. I mean, I love Surat. Who doesn't? But I mean, I know some people think differently, but I mean, I just can't get over the fact that Lily is just so awesome. Yeah, Lily is a nice path. I think when I started playing, out of the five, I wanted to get hers, but I ended up getting Emmys instead, and I did enjoy that one. So, Lewis, you're next. Favorite wife? Uh, I got it. I got it. Uh, I have to say Hanukkah. I mean, the first try, I got her on the first try, and it, it was it was, it was, feels, it was feels every day. All them feels. All right, so I guess it goes everywhere. Hanukkah is currently the most popular. I wonder if that will break. Um, Kat, favorite favorite path. Um, I also like Hanukkah. I think she's adorable. And if I were to pick a type of waifu, then she would be it because she's quiet, but she still feels feels. And it's nice to know that you can be on a personal level with her. All right, very, very good answer. Thank you for that. Very, very deep. Got so very much Hanako. Yeah, there's a lot of Hanako. Hanako is, I think, the most popular. Yeah, honestly. she is burning up the popularity charts. She is. It's insane. I really don't see the allure. I know. I think. I think it's the fact that she's shy. I think it's the shy thing that a lot of people dig and like and relate yeah, to. Pretty hot. That's, that's oh, yeah, really very hot. She's pretty hot. She's burning up, man. Like steaming hot. Like burning. Right. Burning hot. Make all these Stop jokes now. Burning, seriously. <laughs> all right. Sorry, I'm, I'm so I'm so fired up about her. Right. <laughs> no, it's fine. Very good. All right, I'm glad that um, that didn't cause too much of a commotion. And I think feels like we put it feels like we put Emmy on the back burner. We did put Emmy on the back burner. I think no one said Rin, so but we'll find someone. She's a whore. Rin is, She's Rin a is whore. too deep for us. Shut up, Edward. kids. Rin's path hurt my brain. So, you know, I like her as a character, but I think relationship-wise, I'm not feeling it. Yeah, that's true. She was, like, she was crazy deep. Right. So, very cool. Um, minimum craziness, which is great. So I guess now we can move on to the topic. We'll go to a little break so we can all kind of... Uh, get a quick breath because this is my first time doing something like this. So, kind of yeah, on hot coals over here. Though. Yeah. So yeah, we'll be talking about the CTU, the strike, what we think about it. I do have some Facebook posts I saw on my feed that I would like to talk about and discuss. And yeah, I know this doesn't apply to everyone, but it is something that's in our life, and yeah, we'll be ready to talk about it. So um, yeah, we'll be back uh, after this little break. Hey everybody, we're back to KScast, and we're going to start talking about our topic for this episode, which is the CTU on strike. This topic was suggested by uh, Kevin today, so I'm probably just going to hand it over to him, and he's just going to talk about uh, what's going on. Alright, hey guys. So if you live in America, and you've been, you've been uh, looking at the news lately, you might have noticed that Chicago, the Chicago Public School District, is on strike. Um, the Chicago School District is um, the third largest school district in the nation, and um, the teachers are pissed. Basically, the, gov the city government, they increased the school day and didn't increase pay, 
And they also laid off a lot of students because um, our government's poor as hell. Yeah, pretty much. So today the teachers are like, all right, screw it. We're, we're not going to work. And leave all these kids alone in the ghetto to starve to death. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah, that's what's happening. This is the first strike to happen in our school district since um, 1987, 25 years. And at that time, the strike lasted um, a month, a month or so. This is our it was like first day days. so far. So yeah, that's that's what's happening right now. And yeah, yeah, this strike has been looming for uh, quite some time. The strike vote, the strike vote happened a few months ago, right? Something like that. Yeah. Um, the strike happened a few months. Not the strike. The strike vote. The vote to strike uh, took the place. Vote to stri- the vote to strike was like um, maybe in August, but there's been tension between um, the st- the CTU, the Chicago Teachers Union, and the uh, city government for quite a long time now. At because yeah, our, our government's really poor. We're in debt. Yeah, things things are not good. Right, and when uh, the vote took place, I think ninety percent of uh, teachers that voted said let's go on a strike which is huge I think uh, the percent needed was 75 which is a lot higher than it used to be so um, people are very confident that there's no way they're gonna authorize a strike to happen but it did and uh, here we are and yep. here we are sitting here set. making making podcasts that's right not doing homework this is true Keep yeah. this going as long as possible um, I think the strike date was announced about 10 days ago. It was looming, and we had... Yeah. yeah, it was. Right, and if we had not come to a contract agreement by today, September 10th, the strike would have started, and I think around 10 o'clock Central Time last night, they did announce that we will be on strike. So how long do you think this strike's going to go on, you guys? Um, I'm going to give it a week, because right now, if I was Rahm Emanuel, our mayor... Or in the government, I'll be really embarrassed because right now we're on national news and everyone's laughing at us. And yeah, I want to get it over with, give the teachers their money. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to give it a week. Right. I think the teachers have been uh, been bullied for too long. I know every contract negotiation, they've been giving up a little bit more every time around. And I think it's just, at this point, it's too much. Um, Ron wanted to do too much. Uh, extend the school day, not pay the teachers, lay off so many teachers, there's no way that um, they could let that slide at all. Um, yeah, and Rahm Emanuel can't really, doesn't have much of a perspective on this because his kids go to private school. Right. So, yeah. And, it, and our education has been crap for a long time. I, we're, we're lucky that we go to um, some of the best schools in Chicagoland, but other where, other other where, anywhere, oh, screw this. And other else. schools in the ghetto, which is mostly most of Chicago, they're getting pretty bad education. So yeah, before I mess up anymore, I'm gonna turn it back over to Ben. Oh, that's me. So yeah, I'm trying to collect my thoughts right now because it is it is kind of big what's going on. First strike in 25 years. Um, I think I I was talking to my mom a while back. Um, but she's saying this is kind of like a precedent for other unions that have been like bullied like this. And when they sit down to their contract negotiations, they can just point, look what happened in Chicago. Do you really want that to happen? So I don't know. Yeah, Some people... um, for, that's happened in um, the couple past years in the Arab Spring when all the Middle Eastern countries revolted. 
it started with one country, and then they all pointed to that country as a as an example. And then look what I have now: a lot of um, tyrants, tyrants, whatever. They got overthrown. Governments change, and yeah, a lot of stuff happens. So Chicago is the first to start this kind of revolutionary, kind of kind of not really that much, but this could be the starting point of something pretty good for the education of our country. Because right now we're falling behind the world. Yeah, we are. Isn't there um, some country I think where they're going to start teaching their first graders uh, computer coding? I heard something about that in the news. And here we are, out on strike. But um, I'm actually in support of the teacher strike. I really think this is something they should do. They've been pushed around for too long. But there are others that uh, disagree with me. That's that definitely definitely true. Right. I was watching the news this morning. I think there was a poll. Um, do you agree with the CTU's motion to strike? And it was like it was almost even. I think it was like 51% yes, 49% no. So it is very, very mm. two-sided right now. Which is a weird situation. On I one know. hand, the teachers should be getting what they want, but on the other hand, right now, the strike, there are lots of kids that right now that aren't. That school is the only safe place for them, mm-hmm. and without this opportunity to uh, go to school where there's um, a lunch and a safe place for them to be, right now it's kind of kind of dangerous. We don't know what's going on, and we're missing out on education, and it screws up a lot of things. So yeah, I, I would imagine I would I can imagine why. It would be pretty two-sided right now. Yeah, because I know Actually, uh, yeah, there's so many issues around it. I mean, it's it's honestly it's they have to consider like teachers, fair pay and such, and then students and how they're going to be safe. I'm it's I can it's easy to see why it's a two-sided uh, argument right now. So right. Mm. Yeah, uh, uh, Kevin. I think uh, I think there were going to be a couple schools open. Uh, for, as you said, there were some students that needed a that needed a safe place to be or um, needed to be fed or such. I think there were going to be some schools uh, open for that. Right. I think they said like 140 something schools. Their contingency plan. I think there's a school right by na- uh, my neighborhood. That's one of those schools, and my mom's actually working in there. She's a she's a vice principal, so she's working over at that school helping kids, feeding them. But it's still not an education that they're getting. They're just it's kind of a holding place. A holding place. Yeah, it's just really for animals. so that they can like have a safe place to be during the day. And then I mean I can since parents really can't take care of them, so that's why they send their kids there. But either way they're not really learning anything. So it's kind of a waste of time except for the fact that they're maybe getting lunch in a safe place to stay. Yeah. Waste of time, waste of money too. It's like twenty five million dollars that's going into that. Yep, we are wasting money in Chicagoland. Definitely not helping, but yeah, you know, um, what were your guys' initial reactions to hearing that there was going to be a strike? I remember last night hearing it, I got very excited. I uh, It kind of felt like I was being a part of history a little bit. I was excited because, oh good, no school. I have so much homework to do, and I still haven't touched it. Um, but I think I, I, I think it's something that needs to be done. Um, even with all the issues, I think it's just because I'm not affected as much. I have a safe home to be in. I can feed myself. Um, and, you know, I get a pretty good education. Um, I think worse comes to worse. I get less time to study for the AP exam that's coming up. But besides that, eh, you know, it's not too bad for me. 
Yeah, that's yeah, really that's, like, that's one of the few reasons I'm actually worried about the strike because it's taking time off of all of our APs, and that means we have less time to actually prepare for those. And I mean, we don't get extra time for those to prepare for that, so it's kind of detrimental to students who are taking APs. But even without the students who are, t I mean, that notwithstanding, I mean, you have all the younger students who are still getting into like learning how to like add and subtract numbers and spell, it's a really big issue for all the students to be out of school for a long period of time for a strike. Right. And I think this early in the school year, too, is probably really bad. Um, I know we just started September 4th, so it's only been, we've only had four days of classes. Yeah, we, we so, just started last week. Right, so it was a very, very short school year so far. So, you know, getting back in again is also going to be really tough for a lot of kids. The only thing is, uh, if worse comes to worse, we're probably just going to get a couple of days off of vacation or going to take off our spring break. Mm -hmm. Yeah, probably, but it's not yeah, so much of a deal. Right. I, I think I heard they can't keep us in school after June 30th, right? Yeah, I that heard sounds, that too. That sounds about right. Yeah, I think that's what I heard. Could you imagine going to school in like July? Well, oh, right now, our, our school year, is, it was the shortest school year um, in the entire nation until we got the new school, school day. Right. So, yeah, we have, it, we have it pretty good, actually. Yeah. We used yeah. to. I don't know if the Still longer do, school day is as bad as people are saying it is because, again, it doesn't affect me. Um, my school day would be 8 to 3.30, and with the longer school day, it is 8 to 3.30. So I haven't changed much. I know my brother and my sister who go to an elementary school um, – where is it? 81st in LaSalle, I think. Um, so they take like an hour commute every day to and from. So they're up at 6, and they're going now instead of like 1.30. They're, being, they're staying there until like 2.45. They're not getting back until, I don't know, 4 or 5. So they're getting back pretty late. And it's hard on them. It's not something they're used to. They're having teachers are being completely moved around. I think they're French teachers. They're social studies teacher now too. And it's just a lot of craziness going on because they also have – completely new administration there. I think they have a new principal and a new vice principal. So everything's new right now. So it's really weird for them. Um, I know other yeah, schools I, have... I can't imagine like, huge problems happening with schools like that. And I mean, um, it's even affecting some of us too because some of us already have really long commute times. Like, what, for me to get to school, it takes about an hour. For me to get back, it takes an hour and a half. Yeah. So by the time I actually get back home, it's like five, six in the afternoon and it's I barely have time to do stuff anymore so it's it's actually it kind of does affect me since I I mean I guess I'm kind of used to having a shorter school day because I used to get off at 8th last year which was at 2.30 but I mean for us it's less it affects us less but for those younger kids who are used to like getting leaving school and then getting home like at about 2, 3, PM. Well, I mean, it's a huge change, and I, I can see why people won't be used to it, and it will causing problems for everyone. Right. I have the same like hour and a half commute every day, which is yeah. I don't get a lot of time to do stuff when I get home with homework and whatever extra school stuff I want to be doing. Uh, another point I think about that: my sister is on the swim team here, um, at the local park district. And it's not easy for her getting home at 5 and literally having to like run, put on her um, swimsuit and going to swim and then not getting back until like 8 and she still has to do homework and she still has to eat and she still has to sleep. And it's, it's a lot for her. 
So it is something we're going to need to get used to, but I don't know. I'm just, I'm used to the 8 to 1.30 for elementary school and then the 8 to 3.30 for me because that's what I had last year. But I think the real problem is not the um, quantity of education we gave, but maybe the quality because Indeed. Um, it doesn't matter how long a kid's going to be in school. If he doesn't want to learn, he's not going to learn. It doesn't matter how long you're going to keep him in there. It's just really something to keep him off of the streets. Um, Whitney Young, the school I go to, um, we implemented this thing called a Seminar. We oh, have, boy. Oh, yeah, let's talk about this. It's, um, it's really more of a way to get around the longer school day. I it mean. is, and it, it actually it's hurt me, um, I think, out of everything. Um, because for people that aren't taking seven classes, meaning they would go from 8 to 2.35 rather than to 3.30, they've been given this seminar. And this is like a non-credit um, nine-week course that you would take. And it's like 30 minutes every day. And it's just a bunch of stuff. Uh, you can go from maybe reading Harry Potter, analyzing that, or um, crocheting. I think there is one where they just watch The Simpsons. Yeah, not yeah, to mention you have to attend And it's, it's really not an education thing per se. You're not really learning anything. Well, I mean, that actually watch. depends on the seminar, but I mean, like, most of the seminars are really sort of just a way to just get around the time, get around the longer school day by just adding something that sounds educational but really isn't. Yeah. Um, I was originally going to take seven classes. I think my issue was I wanted to take AP Computer Science and I wanted to do a concert band. And they were both six periods, so I had to get rid of. AP Computer Science, and I'm doing band. So now I'm stuck with a seminar instead of taking like art or something, which is a credit I still need. Um, funny story, uh, side note, I got my schedule Tuesday morning, and it was supposed to be fixed, and I was supposed to have concert band. I took a look. I had concert choir instead. So that was kind of weird. It was... It was you hear your beautiful voice. Of course, my, my oh. beautiful singing voice. I am on par, if not above... Lewis, when it comes to the ability to sing, but that was. You know, the next time for Ben's melodic symphonies, his voice. Right. <laughs> I could actually sing right now if you want me to. Actually, no, I would. Nah, but, that was your yeah. mic. We oh, will yeah, no, viewers from viewers. Yeah, but a lot of people um, have these seminars that don't want them. I think I had a friend. I was with her while we were getting our schedules over the summer. And she had her seven classes and a seminar and no lunch. And when she went to go get a lunch, instead of getting rid of the seminar, they got rid of one of her uh, AP classes. So she doesn't get to take that, and she's really sad and salty about that. A lot of people, I think, missed out on being able to take guitar or whatever. A lot of Just a lot of weirdness is going on because they gave us this longer school day, but they really didn't give us any guidelines on what to do with the extra time. They were just like, here you go. Go do something with it. Yeah, we, we need some educational reform, like, quick. I mean, they're, do, they're doing it, like, the longer school day and stuff, but it's, it, it's not working as optimally as it should be. So, yeah, we, we need some reform. We need to get our kids... Kids studying off the streets, all that good stuff back in school. Right. I'm actually kind of starting to miss school a little bit. But yeah, I mean, just just like more to school than just learning, it's like going to 
be like meet your friends too. But I mean, when you're at school, some people don't actually want to learn, and that's one of the biggest problems we face. And I don't know. That's I don't know how we're going to be able to fix that. But I don't know. What do you guys think? You can't fix stupidity. Yeah, that's the that's the problem. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. So yeah. That's why I'm very grateful we go to such a great school where people actually want to learn. And I think it, it goes really well. I don't, have, I don't think our school has the same problems a lot of other schools have. I know my mom is a vice principal at an elementary school, and she has problems our schools almost never have. I think she had one girl. I don't know if I should say this, but I'm saying it anyway. She had one girl that was raped because she's been out hanging out with the wrong crowd. You know, She's had um, people she had to suspend or expel because they were stealing or like doing drugs on camp on the school grounds and it's something that um you know I've never had to deal with I've never experienced in my life and it's because I've been going to such great schools where teachers actually care and students actually care and it's something I want to see in every school not just Whitney Young or wherever you go to the far less superior schools I think we can like add that to the fact that we want more quality education more than uh, quantity education because more time isn't going to help if you do even less. Like if you're if it if your classes are less, aren't don't teach as much in the same amount of time. Well, then there's really no point to adding even more time to that useless crap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to pull up, I think, a Facebook post or two that I saw around the time that the strike was officially announced. I th- this comes, I think, from a girl from Lane Tech. It's a uh, letter to Rahm Emanuel, and she says, uh, Dear Rahm Emanuel, I don't know why you thought you could just push teachers around and think they wouldn't strike. How are you going to pay teachers based on how children do on standardized tests? My teachers don't have anything in their curriculum that preps me for the ACT. What about all of my friends who aren't going to college and don't care about the ACT? What about the kid who does terrible on standardized tests but becomes extremely successful? What I think you fail to realize, Mr. Rahm, is that this strike is your fault. You decided to extend the school day. If you just left the school year how it was, there would be no strike. There would be no need for a new contract. There would be no compensation. Chicago families would not have to pay a 2% tax increase because there would not be 45 minutes extra of school. And one of your reasons for the longer school day was to keep our children off the streets. Well now, Mr. Rahm, with this strike, children will be roaming around the streets of Chicago doing whatever they want because they don't have a 7-hour school day. I hope you realize that this strike is very bad for your public image. A strike hasn't occurred in 25 years, and now here is one. And no, we should not have to make up the days of this strike since you took Columbus Day, Pulaski Day, and every teacher development day away from us students. This totals 10 days. So, I hope this strike teaches you a lesson. You cannot mess with the teachers and students of Chicago Public Schools. Sincerely, 4,000 plus Lane Tech students who will be roaming the streets tomorrow instead of being in school. That was a pretty good quality letter for something on Facebook. It is. It's it's better than the, oh my god, we're on strike. Strike Has- time. Ha- oh, hashtag no YOLO strike. Right, hashtag YOLO. Right, that SpongeBob episode was playing in my head all day. Um, yeah. It's a very good strike. Very good strike. Very good. Uh, very Have good any uh, idiotic posts that we can laugh about? Uh, 
you know, I have some I don't necessarily agree with. But I guess if you all agree with that one, if you think nothing's wrong with that one, nothing you want to talk about. Because I would mm. like to talk about um, the way that yeah. teachers are evaluated. It's all standardized tests now. And oh yeah, that's that's pretty that's pretty true. It is. It's a bad way to evaluate teachers, just because there's so many factors that they can't control in there. The people that don't care about taking standardized tests, the people that might, you know, get a little nervous, mess up, and to have like the entire teacher's. Um, job on the line because of the student's test I think is just insane. Um, I'm just skimming through this again. Yeah, find some and stupid people. I think what she said, if you just left the school year how it was, there would be no strike. Uh, not 100% I agree with that. I do think school days need to be a little bit longer considering ours is shorter than most of the country. Um, but it yep. is not just that. It's a lot of um, other things that go into that. Like I said, um, the way teachers are evaluated, yeah. getting laid off teachers co uh, to come back. There's a lot of other factors, and it's not just the longer school day. I'm not sure even if they can actually strike over that now. I think that's one of the things they can't strike over. Yeah, I think it's good that um, Rom's actually doing something, even though if it had pretty, if it backfired, that he's doing educational reform, because that's something we really need. Did you guys um? watch his press conference when he was in the Harold Washington Library talking about that? No, I only watched the, uh, the CTU Nets perspective. It's right. kind of bad considering bias. So, well, um, you know, yeah, I have to fix everyone's that. bias. Um, I, I think, I don't know who it was. Someone from CPS was talking. He was very nervous, stammering a lot when people were asking questions. But when uh, Karen Lewis came out, who was the president of the CTU, she seemed very strong, very, she, very wordy. She knew what Man, she wanted to Karen say. Karen Lewis. What you know, a beast. Right. She was she was really good. She rocked it, man. Um, and then Rahm Emanuel came out talking about how disappointed he was, just that whole thing. Um, I just thought it was funny that the guy behind him was falling asleep. I was amused by that. <laughs> yeah, the video of Joe Biden falling asleep while Obama was doing a speech. Right. That was too funny. <laughs> you know, that, that's how I am, sitting in school with a longer school day, so, yeah. All right, uh, yeah, one more little one more little post. This is from someone I know. I believe he goes, he goes to Whitney Young, and I think this is what he had to say. Um, almost completely on the other side, I probably completely on the other side. Uh, and this is his status. If anyone actually goes and pickets for the teachers' union, they're an ignorant prick. CPS teachers are among the highest paid public school teachers with one of the shortest school days and best pension plans. The nation's average public school teacher salary is 50K, while for CPS it is above 75K. Why should we support a union which causes many good young teachers to lose their jobs while older ones holding out for retirement and teach like a piece of sh bullshit keep their jobs? Unions were a good thing for society, and I mean that. They were a good thing. Now they just get in the way of progress. I just can't support a selfish strike like this. Have a blast, teachers. No one wins here, and students lose the most. So, yeah. Uh, in terms of his points, his, his research points, um, from the article I'm reading right now, he doesn't seem wrong about the average pay. It says here it's 76, 75K. It's more or less 75K a year. And I don't know. I guess he has some correct points in that, yes, the CPS teacher do have it a bit good, but... We still need reform, and 
Oh, yeah. I'm not, I'm not quite sure, to be honest, after hearing this. I don't know. What do you think? Right. Well, oh, you know, um, he's not wrong in saying that they are paid a bit above average and our school days are some of the shortest, though not anymore at this point. But I think what he's missing out on is this strike is not just about um, money. It's really about rights for teachers, better yes. um, evaluations, and a lot of other things. I think Karen Lewis mentioned some schools don't get textbooks until six weeks into um, school, which that's, is crazy. That's crazy. My dad goes to a yeah, school with awesome. no air conditioning at all. So really hot days. You really think kids are going to want to learn when it's 98 degrees in a classroom? There are so many other I'd be, things I'd besides... I'd falling asleep or passed out. All right. So many other things that go into this than just money. And I think just um, calling anyone that pickets an ignorant prick, it, it just angers me, you know? Yeah, that's, that's a people, bit uh People are trying to stand up. There. People are trying to stand up uh, for their rights to be treated really as people at this point. And to call them an ignorant prick for trying to fight what they believe in, it's just, ugh, angers me. Um, I'm trying to see if there's any comments. Um, you know what really angers me is that like twenty something people like that status, like in agreement. Um, well, if you word your argument correctly, there will be many people who just agree with you without understanding a single thing you're saying. It's it's actually really easy to manipulate manipulate people in this country. Yeah, it's kind it's of really sad. Yeah. I think someone commented, "Raise hours, don't pay for it. You're going to get a strike. Seventy five k average or not. Anyone with a job in that situation would just be just as pissed. And sure, there are shitty teachers, but every job has people that are shitty at it, and they still get paid for it." So, that's, that's you know, very true. I think those two those two posts really show how two sided this thing is, and these are coming from uh, people our age. This is uh, their opinions on it. Yeah, our age, not in other in other words, not very reliable. But hey, whatever. Right. You know. But this is this is how we see it. This is what's going on for us. But man. Yep. It's interesting to see what the uh, more presidential candidates think of the situation. Obama and uh, Mr. Romney. Right. Um, Romney was definitely not in support of the teachers. I don't know too much about this. I think he said something. He was not siding with the teachers. I don't know what he said. I know he has. He had yeah. some sort of input. Let me see if I can find it. Yeah, we'll see if there's any statements because at this point, it's um, it's pretty much national news. This is this is kind of a big big thing. Right. Okay. I'm I'm, I'm pulling up an article. If you article. look on Google, it's like, it was like top news for a few for at oh, least a few hours. This is today. huge news. I know. Um, SourceFed, which is a YouTube channel, they've talked about it. Oh yeah, yeah, they made a video about that too. Right. Yay for SourceFed. Um, hold on, because this page is loading. Yes, yeah, just said a couple things. It was kind of weird to hear him talk about us and uh, talking about uh, uh, pedophiles. Right. Yeah, now it's now it's now it's kind of uncomfortable. Yeah. Um. Let me see. Okay. Here we go. I am disappointed by the decision of the Chicago Teachers Union to turn its back on not only a city negotiating in good faith, but also the hundreds of thousands of children relying on the city's public schools to provide them a safe place to receive a strong education. Teachers. Unions should uh, teachers unions have too often made plain that their interests conflict with those of our children, and today we are seeing one of the clearest examples yet. So, kind of siding with the second guy there. Very disappointed in the teachers. How dare they hurt our children like that? And I've I've so, seen that. So this is a Rom Romney statement. This is Romney's statement. Yeah. 
Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, let's see. Well, the point that where that the teachers are kind of abandoning the children is is kind of is is kind of true because right now we're on the streets more or less. Right, but we're not we're not in school. They're also doing it for the kids too. You know, that's that's the argument I think each side has that they're doing this for the children or this is going to hurt the children. Like either way, it boils down to the children. You have CPS talking about, oh, what about our children? How's this going to affect our children? This hurts the children. And the CTU saying we're doing this for our children. They're kind of using us as shields uh, in this. They're like, we're the big main issue here. We're the big meat shield. Right. Taking blows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. It's a weird situation. I've never experienced something like this. Yes, that's very true. It's not something that happens like every year. I mean, it's it's a rare occasion. Twenty five years. Yeah, I've been talking to um some of my friends. Um, uh, he lives in Chile, and apparently over there, like outside the U.S., strikes aren't aren't weird. Like it's like a regular occasion. So I don't know how to sound to people who live outside the U.S., but I thought that was pretty um pretty curious. Yeah, it's an interesting thing. We have a country where we can speak our minds, but we don't strike too much. Yeah, but, so you said, what, about a week you think we're going to strike? Yeah, my predictions, um, my bet's on a week. You don't think any more than that? Um, I don't know, to be honest. Because right. I haven't it's seen... All, it's all depending on how much cash Emmanuel is willing to hold on to and how much humiliation we're going to suffer. If it lasts any more any longer than a week, then we actually have a problem. Because if it takes more than a week to negotiate at our current situation, it's gonna take a while, in my in my opinion. Right. We've been negotiating for months too. Um, yeah, we've been negotiating since like last year. Right. And they said they've been making progress, but it's not on like the big issues that we're talking about. Like Karen Lewis said something. We made some progress, but I think she's just saying that so people feel like oh, okay, we're getting somewhere. Maybe the strike yeah, won't be so bad. Both sides have been like saying different things, like the the, the um the government saying, "Oh yeah, we've been doing good. We've we've covered some important points today." But then on the teacher's side, they're like, "Nope, nothing important. Nope." Right. Government no always tells you what you want to hear. Right, I think they what tell you what what is actually happening. Right on Friday, right? They were at an impasse. CTU actually left the table. Yeah, they so did. That's a great sign of progress. No, but I haven't checked any um news today, so I don't know how um, negotiations have been going today. It doesn't seem like they've made much progress in the first day yeah, of the strikes. Yeah, no progress. So. Uh, well, strikes definitely continuing towards to tomorrow, and there has not been any progress as of yet. That is noteworthy. Yeah, strike is definitely... So does that mean, does that mean they haven't spoken then? Hmm? Does that mean they haven't well, I mean, spoken? It's not like they haven't uh, spoken, but I mean, uh, they haven't really made much progress. Besides uh, offering a 16% raise, but I mean, that's... That's pretty much all they've done so far. Right, and um, I think they offered that, and Karen Lewis actually hadn't seen that when she announced the strike. I think she said that. Um, but now, I think another thing is that the news is so focused on the fact that there is a strike, we're not hearing too much about the negotiations at this point. Like I yeah, yeah, I actually haven't, is kind I haven't of seen any news secret. about like negotiations. I've only seen news about how there's a strike and then opinions about the strike. Right. And that's all I've seen today. So Strike... Here's where you take your kids. Oh, strike is bad. Strike is good. All right. Here's the weather. But, oh, and one, one thing I wanted to talk about is um, how, how we were notified of the strike. I just thought that the CPS 
GPS um, way of notifying us was just really messy because basically we all we all like we all watch TV. We all are on the internet. We check the news. This is how we want to strike. But I just I still think that there should have been like an official CPS way of communicating to us. Hey, there's a strike. Don't come to school. You can go to the school for this program and like that because I've heard my friends getting calls from CPS about mm-hmm. how there's a strike. Don't come to school. Yeah. But I haven't gotten one of those. And I also know a lot of friends who haven't gotten those calls. Yeah. And there's no emails, no nothing. I just thought it was very messy on um on part of the schools, the CPS. Yeah. Yeah, the CPS getting... call system is really messy. I mean, I once uh, it was a couple days ago that my, I got a call to my house from CPS about the um, it was the press conference with uh, the CPS CEO John Claude Brazard, mm-hmm. and that was like an hour and a half after the conference had ended. Right. Um. Yeah. My mom was actually in that conference when she got the call saying that there was a conference. So. Yeah. Awkward. It's weird. <laughs> but you yep, know, that's why CPS really needs. To, CPS itself really needs to like. Yeah. They got to take hold. They got to. They got to actually do something about the fact that they're not actually doing that great. Yeah, they need to get it together. I think that just about wraps it up. We said everything we really have to say, and it's been about 40 minutes, so let me just go through this. You can check us out at Katawa Shoujo Podcast at blogspot.com. There you can find our podcast episodes, any sort of updates in general. And yeah, uh, we don't have an iTunes feed up yet at the time of recording. We might by the time this episode's out, so I'm not too sure. I can't see into the future. But we'll get that information to you as soon as possible. And if you ever want to actually try out the game for yourself, you can download it from katawashoujo.com. K A T A W A hyphen. S-H-O-U-J-O.com. It's a torrent download. I don't think they have the direct download up yet, and I don't think they'll have it up anymore. So make sure you have a program like uTorrent so you can actually download it yourself. But yeah, that's just about it. We will keep on striking tomorrow, so we got to see how it turns out. But until then, this has been KSCast. Thanks for listening. Thank you.